tuning in to the destination for TV superfan discussion, After Buzz TV. And now, let the buzz begin. What's going on, After Buzzers? Welcome back to How to Be a Host. I'm your host, Olivia Gabri, aka The Real OG, and tonight I'm interviewing Lena Nori. Hi, guys. How are you? Hey, so thanks for coming on and joining well, me thank tonight. thank you for having me. Yeah, of course. So, I mean, I hit you up on Instagram, and I feel like that's how most people communicate nowadays. In but the DM. She yeah, the DM. I slid <laughs> in the DMs. But, I mean, that just goes to say how important social media is. And I couldn't help but notice how organized you keep your stuff and how well it represents you. So, how do you think social media plays into you being a host? Social media is actually such an important aspect to being an on-camera host. Mm -hmm. Originally, I started my Instagram like five or six years ago. It was just a bunch of outfit looks, beauty looks, just more for fun. It's kind of a diary of myself. And over the last several years, I've noticed that everything is now moving to media. For example, After Buzz TV, where you're watching us, is a streaming network. Mm -hmm. So even on red carpets, I've been doing red carpets, I've been doing red carpets for seven or eight months, and I've noticed that even on the carpets, you see YouTube now, there's Twitter Live, I worked at Twitter Live for The Voice, and so there's all these social media streaming services that are now on the red carpet. So if you're a host, it's really important to have a brand and to also have a social media account that reflects that. Because if it's between you and someone else going for a job, I feel like, or my thoughts on it, is what's gonna set you apart is having a following. You know, we had a seminar with Kevin Undergaro, which is one of the powers that be at AfterBuzz, mm -hmm. and also with Phil Svitek, and they talked about how hosts are now, if you watch TV shows, it's the Mario Lopez's, so the child actors, Kelly Ripa. I saw Kelly Ripa on one on All My Children. Yeah, on the soap like opera. Like 10 years ago. <laughs> so it's a lot of the child actors slash old supermodels, old runway models, mm -hmm. and so what they have that we don't have is they have a following and they have a brand. So by having a social media account, by being proactive, making sure you're growing your following and that you have people that believe in you, ultimately that's what's gonna help you, or I at least feel it's gonna help me get that job, is that I have people that believe in me, that follow me, um, that are true fans of what I have to offer and then that's what I can take to the table because otherwise it's such a saturated industry. Yeah, it is for sure and that's the thing. I mean, it's no secret that whenever you apply for jobs, I mean, in LA it's like headshot and what's your social media handle because your followers actually do matter. But let's talk a little bit about strategy. Like how do you make sure your personality, how you want it to come across, is shown through your social media and how do you keep everything consistent how are you building your audience it's interesting it's very important and i've learned this actually the hard way to have a specific brand okay when you're first starting off you have to have one thing that you're attracting your audience for so mine was originally always outfit looks i'd go to downtown shoot outfit looks with a photographer that i've been working with for 10 or 12 years and so five or six years ago it was really cool it was a popular thing to do to do those walking street looks where you're like <laughs> yeah. mid walk and you're taking a photo and it's so interesting because now it's transitioned to it's more lifestyle so i noticed that a lot of the fashion photos it's just this beautiful girl sitting with these awesome sunglasses and she's has a bowl of pasta that she's not even planning on eating yeah. that's actually me by the way because i don't even eat pasta but it's more about lifestyle now and it's so much about being authentic i cannot tell you that people can see through the bullshit, excuse my language, I don't know if I'm allowed to say that, <laughs> but it's really important to be authentic because you want to show people the real you because, you know, I believe it's like, I saw something crazy online, it's like teens spend nine hours a day streaming, 
preteen spend like four to five hours first of all nine hours a day oh, holy shit that's and then like almost half the day yeah and then adults we spend it says an average of three to four hours just if you're waiting for something in the lobby um on the toilet i mean it some adds people, up. yeah toilet time <laughs> adds up so there's so much time that's spent on social media and so people want to be invested in someone it's like when we watch a movie you know, when we have an actor or like a character, we want to be invested in that character. We mm -hmm. don't want them to win, we want them to lose. And I feel like on social media, it's really important for people to see your real self. So I started off with a very specific brand, which is only fashion. And I feel like once you build the following off that and people start to see the real you, mm -hmm. then you can start incorporating like little by little on my YouTube channel. It was first all fashion unboxings and now I do beauty reviews. I'm adding hair tutorials, makeup tutorials, so you can get this look on my YouTube yes. channel. And then I just recently, we were talking about this before we started, I started introducing um, videos about self-growth. It's about anxiety, depression, talking about how you feel, just mental health and different topics. And it's a lot about empowering women, mm -hmm. just kindness, finding 10 complete strangers, giving them compliments. These are all things I added years down the line. But ultimately, when you're starting off in your branding, I would start with one thing, because you don't want to confuse your audience. You don't want to... Like when they follow you, they're following you for fashion. If you start they're throwing in beauty, yeah. then you start throwing in your family life. I throw in some pictures of my niece and nephew, of my sister's dog. They're like, what happened? I mean, I yeah. followed you for this. But I feel like once you grow a family and you love your audience and you're, they become a part of your family, mm -hmm. then you can start incorporating personal aspects of yourself and other things you're interested in. But first and foremost, know your brand and make sure you stick to that brand and then you can start adding stuff later. Right, and I mean, just to backtrack a little bit, so knowing your brand and also being your most authentic self so you can create that relationship with people, how are you consistent with that? Because of course, being your authentic self, it does include your sister's dog and your niece and nephew, and it also may even be you without a filter. Like before we were speaking, before the camera was even rolling, you're like, oh, I can't say that, my dad's gonna like freak <laughs> out, whatever. So how do you walk that fine line of being your authentic true self, but also maintaining this persona that the audience sees you as? I think what I mean in terms of being authentic is obviously be real don't just caption every single thing as a quote i know a lot of girls do that i often find myself doing that as well but if i'm quoting something i'm explaining what i mean or my thought behind that quote for example i ironically just put a picture up and it's a picture of me while i was in ibiza mm -hmm. i was at blue marlin and i remember in that moment it's just such a beautiful picture it's like the background of ibiza beach i'm standing with like those big giant earrings and this cover up on my swimsuit and i was just so unhappy and I remember thinking to myself, if I could only go back to that day, I was going through a breakup. Mm -hmm. And so, for example, this is me being honest. I'm yeah. talking about going through a breakup. A lot of people won't talk about these things, but I was just so upset. And I remember captioning, and ironically, Justin Bieber had captioned something four hours before that, which I didn't even see, but it had to do with celebrities. And I said, don't always look at people's social media profiles and think they have the perfect life. Mm -hmm. People don't really talk about how they feel. And even though what they're showing you, you have to remember it's what they're showing you. It's not really who they are. And so in that sense, I still love beauty, I still love fashion, I still post all these things up, but I try to be authentic to myself. And if I'm upset, I talk about it. If something's bothering me, I talk about it. I make jokes when I can. I mean, sometimes I try to be funny um, <laughs> and they completely fail. But um, yeah, just being authentic in the sense of also just not following the tides. It is important to follow the trends. Mm -hmm. As I'd mentioned, the street style photos were important. 
five, six years ago, it was like that perfect walk. And mm -hmm. then now it's always a girl standing in front of a bowl of pasta or some kind of dessert. Yeah. So you do want to follow those trends. So you're making sure you're on top of, you know, where everything's going, but you don't want to copy someone else. So what I mean mm -hmm. by being authentic is be yourself. For example, when I started the YouTube videos, I do fashion unboxings and there's so many girls that do fashion unboxings. And I said to myself, how can I do this differently? Or what's something that I have to offer that is true to myself and that is you know i love designer items but i don't always buy designer items so i started something it's called budget stylist and what that means is i show people the designer option that i may own myself mm -hmm. and then i show them how to get that designer look at a fraction of the cost so for example i did like the gucci fanny pack that all those girls are walking like all the bloggers mm -hmm. you know runway fashion week all these things and i showed the inspired look or the dupe they call it which is a steve madden version and it's one is $1,100 and then one is $79 and I talk about the quality and I put them side by side. So these are something, or this is something rather that I didn't see that a lot of people were doing. Mm -hmm. And I feel like that's me being authentic to myself is that I really don't believe you have to spend $1,100. You can get this look and so I'm showing you how to get that look. So right. it's being authentic, being original and just, you know, it's just being real. Like don't always show that you're happy. People actually like the people that are real. Mm -hmm. The people that I follow on social media are the girls that you know, some girl that I followed on Instagram, she was like, her husband and her got a divorce and she has two kids and she's just real. She's like, I didn't think I was gonna go through this divorce. You see her crying and I'm not saying go get an Instagram account and start crying, <laughs> but just be real. People appreciate realness. Yeah. I mean, at, at this point, it's like, do you even feel like hosting? I guess what I'm trying to say is like, there's your personality or your host. Like, is there any room for being a host these days or is it really you know you're just a personality building a platform like what's the difference i personally think that it's about who you are mm -hmm. i think that a lot has changed in the industry over the last several years i originally took a boot camp for hosting i would say seven years ago mm -hmm. um, and then you know for family reasons i never pursued hosting until actually about a year ago, which I started off with AfterBuzz actually, which was one of my first um, outlets. Mm -hmm. And I remember seven years ago, it was the high pitch voice, the hello and welcome right. back to our channel. It's very like cookie cutter, yeah. the same similar look. Like they would tell you to hit the note and it just doesn't even feel like authentic or real, like yourself. Yeah, it's like, it's like forced. And then now it's completely transitioned. It's people want to see the real you. Mm -hmm. People are more aware, with, especially with social media, so many people are connecting with one another in these after shows that we do on After Buzz. People want to know the real you. And something at least that I've done, and I'm not saying that this is you know, the case for everybody, is that even on the red carpets, um, on my host reel, I actually asked Christian Bale um, at one of the red carpets for one of his films, and I told him, it was for Hostiles, by the way, in case you're wondering, and I asked him, I said, after completing this film, I said one of my favorite quotes is, you can never connect the dots looking forward, but you can connect them looking back. Mm -hmm. I said, what in regards to this film, out of all the films that you've done, have you learned the most about yourself? And he gave me like a five minute, well-engaged, well-thought-out answer. And actually when he walked off, he turned around and his publicist was like, what an amazing question. It's oh, the best compliment ever. Yeah, and it's, you know, to a lot of people, they might just ask the, tell us about the film and tell us about this. Yeah. And it's like, I wanted to ask him about the film, so I'm asking him what he learned, but I'm giving a question, or give, I'm asking a question that doesn't have a, a timestamp. Mm -hmm. That it's, no one's gonna watch it and just hear about hostiles. They wanna hear hostiles relative to Christian Bale and what he learned. Mm -hmm. And he actually talks about, 
living in time and the moment in time. And it was actually an amazing response. And I, not that I wasn't expecting that, but you know, it's Christian Bale. Yeah. They, they grab them, you get like a short question. But I even feel like the celebrities on the red carpets when I'm doing movie junkets, I take that extra step to ask a well thought out, yeah. in-depth question. And I actually feel like they appreciate it more. I mean, that's all about, again, it's like full circle, bringing your personality into it. Because I think what's very important, not only yeah. just being yourself and coming across on camera, but when you are interviewing someone or when you're talking to someone, you want to think, okay, like, I'm just a regular person like everybody yeah. else watching. What is it that I want to know from this person? And I think that's the best way to form any type of question. And that goes with tutorials as well I'm sure so you're very much I mean you talked about the fashion you're very much involved in the beauty world too you do hair and makeup tutorials so how how does that contribute to your hosting because I mean what is the beauty niche like I feel like it's like one of the biggest niches out there you know it's it's hard I'm juggling like all these different things uh -huh. I'm the ultimate goal is for everything to kind of like line up together. I don't want to limit myself. You know, there's a lot of hosts that are like, I just want to be an entertainment host and I don't want to do mm -hmm. anything else. That's totally limiting yourself. There's so many great hosting jobs out there. You can do the Home Shopping Network, which also I've heard pays very well. Yeah. I would love to work on a travel network. I love yes. traveling. I think for me, what it is about fashion and beauty is that that's genuinely what my interests are. And it's not just beauty on the outside. Mm -hmm. I talk about, as I mentioned, the videos about self-growth and I talk about beauty on the inside as well. And I feel that ultimately what it's gonna do for me in terms of like the hosting world is that I want to have a family. Yeah. I want to have like a network of people that I not only make them feel beautiful on the inside but also beautiful on the outside. And that one day hopefully will resonate with somebody. Maybe there'll be a show that specifically, you know, I actually saw this ironically an audition on um, Host in LA, which is like that Facebook yeah. invite where they have a bunch of hosts. And Suzanne Cena, which is one of my hosting coaches, and she's awesome, um, she was the one that posted it, and it's a network, it's women supporting women and empowerment. It's a new show coming out. Oh, wow. And it's, it's amazing. So there's so many of these different shows that are coming out, you know, where you're empowering people, helping people, talking about problems. And I'm really, honestly, I'm not doing it for the hosting. I'm just going to be very honest. I'm not posting these videos about feeling good about yourself to ultimately become a host one day. If anything, it's kind of, I don't really have a following based on those things. Yeah. It's more so that I feel like I was born into this life, why I had the opportunity to be born here, be sitting at Afterbus Studios, talking to you with your yeah. beautiful eyes. <laughs> and I ask, and it's a question that I ask myself and I talked about my my video for my birthday is, why was I given this life? Why do I have the opportunity to sit here? And if I'm gonna have a chance to have the ability to speak to people, I want to be real and I, I want to help people. Yeah. So it, it really has nothing to do with my hosting, to be just, quite frank. That just happens to be like a plus. It's just like the career yeah. that brings it all together. Something, just a little side note, but um, I'm, I'm huge into podcasts. Obviously, we work for a podcasting network, yeah. but I was recently listening to one by Amanda Seals, and she talks about when being a multi-hyphenated person. So as for you, you're into the fashion, you're into the makeup, but you're also into the self-help, you're into traveling, and it's like basically what a brand is is finding the skeleton key that can bring all of that together. So your skeleton key would be your brand because I'm sure a lot of females that watch you for 
your like empowerment and your positive messages also don't mind learning about your fashion tricks and don't mind learning about your beauty and your hair and everything else so it just goes to show that you know if you brand yourself correctly it could go a long way however I definitely want to make it <laughs> I like I feel like I want to make it clear that you know you have to be genuine in what you want to do like you said and actually like it because it comes across I would say to people who are watching like don't do something because you want to be a host yeah. and because you want the money and because you want to be famous do it because you love it and the rest of that shit will come later you know what I mean and I feel like people see that yeah like people recognize authenticity and it's interesting because it's through a camera screen and I don't know how because even on social media there's people that I follow and I have no idea who they are, but yeah. I just like them. They're real. You know, there's a, the, the girl I talked about that has two kids. She talks about how having one kid is one and two is 20. And I appreciated that because <laughs> people might not be real and tell you that. You know, my sister, yeah. she's big on fitness. She's the girl that, you know, all girls talk about how they don't want muscles. She is literally ripped. <laughs> and she, her whole thing is that she wants to show her daughter that being muscular doesn't mean you look masculine. Like, yeah. being strong is being a woman. Like, you know, they say, you know, they always refer to men as being strong and women as not being as strong as men. And she's like, no. She's like, I'm going to break through that barrier. I'm going to show my daughter. And, you know, this girl can squat, like, 190 pounds. And yeah. she's smaller than me. But she's super built. She's very powerful. And I think that times are changing. And we're trying to break through those barriers and those, just those pre-notions that people have, like the judgment on, like, stereotypes on how you should look. And that's... If you were to ask me, you know, go back to your question right now, why I'm doing these videos or these multiple things is that I've had so many girls, especially since I filmed that last video, tell me like, I never thought that you would be someone that has anxiety or have ever been depressed. Like they look at you and they think your life's so perfect. And it's like, no, my life's not perfect. Mm -hmm. I am sad. I get upset. I go through breakups. I feel um, emotional at times. Sometimes I can't control how I feel. Sometimes I'm angry. And it's okay. It's okay to feel all these things. It's okay to be that way. And I just feel like we live in a world where it's so taboo to talk about how you're feeling. And there's all these things that have happened recently in the media. You know, Avicii passed away last week. He was one of the most monumental people when it came to music. And then, you know, we have all these celebrities, all these musicians. I'm not gonna go into all the names, but Chester from Linkin Park. I mean, when I was getting bullied in school, Chester's song is what got me through those moments. I would cry listening to In The End. Like, I would literally sit there in my room. I was this, such a sweet girl. I'm not saying I'm not still sweet, but I was just <laughs> such a nice girl, in case you're wondering if I was mean or something, and that's why I was getting bullied. I was just this nice girl, and I always help people with homework. I'd bring, like, Jolly Rancher lollipops mm. to school and, like, pass them out to people who would like me. Oh, Yeah, but anyways. Um, so, yeah, it's just, it's so important if you do have the ability to speak to people through the camera, through social media, whatever it is, mm -hmm. to let them know it's okay to talk about it. Right. It's okay to go through these feelings. And so it, it literally has nothing to do with being a host. I mean, yeah. I, that's, I am a host and that's my goal is to just keep growing with that and make it into like a whole big brand and a whole big thing. But I'm not doing a lot of these social media things mm -hmm. for that. My captions are not for that. It's for me to show young girls out there. You know, you go online like, how many of those injection videos do you see? <laughs> Plastic surgeon. Listen, there's nothing wrong with yeah. with feeling good about yourself. I wear makeup. If I want to change something, I'll change it. I'm not advocating it, but if I want to do it, I'll do it. Like, yeah. I had braces because my teeth were crooked. There's nothing wrong with having braces if I like certain hair products, certain makeup products. But these young girls are so impressionable, and all they're seeing is these things on social media, and I want them to see, oh, this girl, what, she has, she has problems? Yeah. She was sad? 
she was depressed, she had anxiety, and so mm -hmm. it's, I just want them to feel like it's okay. Yeah, well, I think that would be a great thing to set you apart from everybody else that's on social media because there are a lot of people that, I mean, are like us that are pursuing the same yeah. dreams, doing the same things, but a lot of times they put on this facade that everything's so great and perfect and then you being relatable and I mean that's really how you build the audience because these people look up to you and I'm sure just like you were a little girl listening to Chester and you know uh, having that resonate with you there are probably many others out yeah, there doing that amazing. to you and that's how media you know changed as a whole because now everyone has a platform and has the power to do that whereas you know years ago hosting exactly what you said was just the high-pitched voice cookie cutter hey guys yes welcome back there's there was even a such thing as like an anchor haircut. I remember in college, <laughs> one of my teachers was like, you have to cut your hair because they're not gonna put you on TV unless you have this haircut. And it's like, what, what do you mean, dude? Like, have you seen the news channel girls now? The weather girls? Yeah, it's all, I mean, <laughs> the times are changing. And like you said, you just have to keep up with the trends. So obviously we covered the vast majority of what you do, but how do you keep it all straight? How do you make time to keep all of your streams consistent? I actually haven't and that's been my biggest problem is mm -hmm. that I haven't been consistent and that's something that I'm actually working on now. You know, there's times that you go through difficult things and you know, I had family stuff recently going on and then I was moving. So my YouTube channel, you know, I've, I've had it for six or seven months but there was like a month and a half I didn't post and then there's like a few weeks I didn't post and people see that. They're, they're not, they're less inclined to follow you if you're not consistent. Mm -hmm. So even in the videos, like I'll have unboxings about a specific bag or a specific item, a specific pair of shoes, and they might want to subscribe to my channel, but they're like, oh, she posted one this week. Oh, the last one was from like three weeks ago. Mm -hmm. God knows when she's going to post another one. If I'm really curious, I'll just, I'll put her name in. Yeah. People don't want to hit that button. So in order for you to want them to hit that button, you have to be consistent. Like some of the biggest YouTubers, it actually says it on their YouTube banner. It says new videos every Wednesday and Sunday and yeah. on the mark, Wednesday, Sunday, some of them say 5 p.m., which I think that's like, that's yeah. pretty amazing. And obviously as you get bigger, you're gonna have a whole team and it's a whole brand, but you need to be consistent and you need to give people a structure of like when you're gonna give them posts. Mm -hmm. Even with Instagram, sometimes I'm posting every single day, sometimes I'm posting every five days, sometimes I'm throwing stuff back from like a year yeah. ago. And people won't always notice that, but people want consistency. And the reason why they want to follow you is that you're showing them that if you follow me, you're gonna get the updates yeah. on when I'm posting. If you're not consistent with posting, then why do they need to follow you if, if you're not even consistent about it? Have you seen a difference from when you keep it consistent and when your posts are kind of dwindling? Yeah, absolutely. So my YouTube channel, for example, it has 1.3 million views combined with mm -hmm. like, I think it's like 26 videos now. And as I mentioned, there was a hiccup for six weeks and then I took off another three weeks and it was just moving and a lot of stuff going on. And I noticed that my followers weren't resonating with my views. Mm -hmm. And the, the big breaks I took, I didn't see anything going up. Now it's like literally on the dot, like 100 to 150 followers a day, oh, just adding and adding, and I've been consistent. What I'm not doing though that I'm trying to work on is I'm not giving a specific day. Mm -hmm. They want a day. It's like when you go to a TV show, and you're like, watch us at After Buzz, 9 p.m. Yeah, on exactly. Saturdays. Like they want a day. So that is something absolutely that I need to work on, and I think that's the most important thing is to be consistent because if you aren't consistent, mm -hmm. I mean, I was watching, I think it was um, a behind the scenes at the Victoria's Secret show and it was a lot of the fashion bloggers. I think it was Sincerely Jewel. Don't quote me, I'm not sure if it was her, um, but I believe it was her. And she was saying that 
all these people are talking about these algorithms and all these things. She goes, just be consistent. Just keep posting. Yeah. Because I guess it like changes and you have to be in a certain city and you have I to. I'm so exhausted like, of the algorithm. You have okay. to. <laughs> it's about comments now and not about saves. Listen, whatever it is, be real, be authentic, be consistent. And that's. And it'll come. Yeah. Like sitting next to you, for example, I opened up about things I was I didn't even think we were going to talk about yeah. in this interview. And it's because I feel comfortable talking to you. I feel that you're actually interested <laughs> in what I have to say. And so as a host, I would say this is an amazing example right here is show that you care. Ask a question. And I'm telling you, like the best interviews I've ever had on the red carpet, I ask questions and you really get to that next level with the actor. Mm -hmm. And that would be my best recommendation. And that doesn't just apply to actors. Not everyone does red carpets. It's just be real. People can see it through the screen. Just be the best version of yourself because it's not about the destination. It's about the journey. So the best way I can say it is don't compare yourself to everybody else. I I've done it myself. I've looked up different hosts, yeah. how long it took. You know, you're not them. The times have changed. You don't look the same. You don't have the same brand. There's you don't have the no same manager. Map, you yeah. know? You just kind of have to be you. And like you, you said, literally every cliche I live by, like, <laughs> don't compare yourself. It's about the journey and whatever the first one was. But I resonated with that, too. I, le I mean, I don't know. I learned a lot from you today. Like, I'm happy we had this talk. <laughs> I feel like it was very empowering. I learned a lot. I'm sure everybody else did. And... I mean, I'm excited to follow your journey, so. Thank you so Thanks much. Thanks for coming. And thank you, guys. Yeah, so where where can we follow you? Where can we see all your work at? You can follow me everywhere, and that includes Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, and YouTube, at Lena Nori. And if you like fashion and beauty videos and tutorials, make sure to check out my YouTube, because I can't tell you what days I'm posting, but very soon I will tell you what days I'm posting. <laughs> She'll let you know. Yeah. And like always, I'm Olivia Gabber. You guys can hit me up on Instagram and Twitter, the real underscore O underscore G. Now I know why she has the name. <laughs> the yes. Awesome. From executive just, producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other after shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later.